Listen to God's Word for February 14th. Today's reading is Leviticus 11 through 13. May God bless this reading of His Word. Leviticus 11 The Lord spoke again to Moses and Aaron, telling them, Say to the Israelites, Of all the beasts of the earth, these ones you may eat. You may eat any animal that has a split hoof, completely divided, and that chews the cud. But of those that only chew the cud, or only have a divided hoof, you are not to eat the following. The camel, though it chews the cud, does not have a divided hoof. It is unclean for you. The rock badger, though it chews the cud, does not have a divided hoof. It is unclean for you. The rabbit, though it chews the cud, does not have a divided hoof. It is unclean for you. And the pig, though it has a split hoof, completely divided, does not chew the cud. It is unclean for you. You must not eat their meat or touch their carcasses. They are unclean for you. Of all the creatures that live in the water, whether in the seas or in the streams, you may eat anything with fins and scales. But the following among all the teeming life and creatures in the water are detestable to you. Everything in the seas or streams that does not have fins and scales, they shall be an abomination to you. You must not eat their meat, and you must detest their carcasses. Everything in the water that does not have fins and scales shall be detestable to you. Additionally, you are to detest the following birds, and they must not be eaten because they are detestable. The eagle, the bearded vulture, the black vulture, the kite, any kind of falcon, any kind of raven, the ostrich, the screech owl, the gull, any kind of hawk, the little owl, the cormorant, the great owl, the white owl, the desert owl, the offspray, the stork, any kind of heron, the hoopoe, and the bat. All flying insects that walk on all fours are detestable to you. However, you may eat the following kinds of flying insects that walk on all fours, those having jointed legs above their feet for hopping on the ground. Of these you may eat any kind of locust, katydid, cricket, or grasshopper. All other flying insects that have four legs are detestable to you. These creatures will make you unclean. Whoever touches their carcasses will be unclean until evening, and whoever picks up one of their carcasses must wash his clothes, and he will be unclean until evening. Every animal with hooves not completely divided or that does not chew the cud is unclean for you. Whoever touches any of them will be unclean. All the four-footed animals that walk on their paws are unclean for you. Whoever touches their carcasses will be unclean until evening, and anyone who picks up a carcass must wash his clothes, and he will be unclean until evening. They are unclean for you. The following creatures that move along the ground are unclean for you. The mole, the mouse, any kind of great lizard, the gecko, the monitor lizard, the common lizard, the skink, and the chameleon. These animals are unclean for you among all the crawling creatures. Whoever touches them when they are dead shall be unclean until evening. When one of them dies and falls on something, that article becomes unclean. 
any article of wood, clothing, leather, sackcloth, or any implement used for work must be rinsed with water and will remain unclean until evening. Then it will be clean. If any of them falls into a clay pot, everything in it will be unclean. You must break the pot. Any food coming into contact with water from that pot will be unclean, and any drink in such a container will be unclean. Anything upon which one of their carcasses falls will be unclean. If it is an oven or cooking pot, it must be smashed. It is unclean and will remain unclean for you. Nevertheless, a spring or cistern containing water will remain clean, but one who touches a carcass in it will be unclean. If a carcass falls on any seed for sowing, the seed is clean. But if water has been put on the seed and a carcass falls on it, it is unclean for you. If an animal that you may eat dies, anyone who touches the carcass will be unclean until evening. Whoever eats from the carcass must wash his clothes and will be unclean until evening. And anyone who picks up the carcass must wash his clothes and will be unclean until evening. Every creature that moves along the ground is detestable. It must not be eaten. Do not eat any creature that moves along the ground, whether it crawls on its belly or walks on four or more feet, for such creatures are detestable. Do not defile yourselves by any crawling creature. Do not become unclean or defiled by them. For I am the Lord your God. Consecrate yourselves, therefore, and be holy, because I am holy. You must not defile yourselves by any creature that crawls along the ground. For I am the Lord who brought you up out of the land of Egypt, so that I would be your God. Therefore be holy, because I am holy. This is the law regarding animals, birds, all living creatures that move in the water, and all creatures that crawl along the ground. You must distinguish between the unclean and the clean between animals that may be eaten and those that may not. Leviticus 12 Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, A woman who becomes pregnant and gives birth to a son will be unclean for seven days, as she is during the days of her menstruation. And on the eighth day the flesh of the boy's foreskin is to be circumcised. The woman shall continue in purification from her bleeding for thirty-three days. She must not touch anything sacred or go into the sanctuary until the days of her purification are complete. If, however, she gives birth to a daughter, the woman will be unclean for two weeks, as she is during her menstruation. Then she must continue in purification from her bleeding for sixty-six days. When the days of her purification are complete, whether for a son or for a daughter, she is to bring to the priest at the entrance to the tent of meeting a year-old lamb for a burnt offering, and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering. And the priest will present them before the Lord and make atonement for her. And she shall be ceremonially cleansed from her flow of blood. This is the law for a woman giving birth, whether to a male or to a female. But if she cannot afford a lamb, she shall bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons, one for a burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. Then the priest will make atonement for her, and she will be clean.
Leviticus 13 Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, When someone has a swelling or rash or bright spot on his skin that could become an infectious skin disease, he must be brought to Aaron the priest or to one of his sons who is a priest. The priest is to examine the infection on his skin, and if the hair in the infection has turned white and the sore appears to be deeper than the skin, it is a skin disease. After the priest examines him, he must pronounce him unclean. If, however, the spot on his skin is white and does not appear to be deeper than the skin, and the hair in it has not turned white, the priest shall isolate the infected person for seven days. On the seventh day the priest is to re-examine him, and if he sees that the infection is unchanged and has not spread on the skin, the priest must isolate him for another seven days. The priest will examine him again on the seventh day, and if the sore has faded and has not spread on the skin, the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is a rash. The person must wash his clothes and be clean. But if the rash spreads further on his skin, after he has shown himself to the priest for his cleansing, he must present himself again to the priest. The priest will re-examine him, and if the rash has spread on the skin, the priest must pronounce him unclean. He has a skin disease. When anyone develops a skin disease, he must be brought to the priest. The priest will examine him, and if there is a white swelling on the skin that has turned the hair white, and there is raw flesh in the swelling, it is a chronic skin disease, and the priest must pronounce him unclean. He need not isolate him, for he is unclean. But if the skin disease breaks out all over his skin, so that it covers all the skin of the infected person from head to foot, as far as the priest can see, the priest shall examine him, and if the disease has covered his entire body, he is to pronounce the infected person clean. Since it has all turned white, he is clean. But whenever raw flesh appears on someone, he will be unclean. When the priest sees the raw flesh, he must pronounce him unclean. The raw flesh is unclean, it is a skin disease. But if the raw flesh changes and turns white, he must go to the priest. The priest will re-examine him, and if the infection has turned white, the priest is to pronounce the infected person clean. Then he is clean. When a boil appears on someone's skin and it heals, and a white swelling or a reddish-white spot develops where the boil was, he must present himself to the priest. The priest shall examine it, and if it appears to be beneath the skin and the hair in it has turned white, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a diseased infection that has broken out in the boil. But when the priest examines it, if there is no white hair in it, and it is not beneath the skin and has faded, the priest shall isolate him for seven days. If it spreads any further on the skin, the priest must pronounce him unclean. It is an infection. But if the spot remains unchanged and does not spread, it is only the scar from the boil, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. When there is a burn on someone's skin, and the raw area of the burn becomes reddish-white or white, the priest must examine it. If the hair in the spot has turned white, and the spot appears to be deeper than the skin, it is a disease that has broken out in the burn. The priest must pronounce him unclean. It is a diseased infection. But if the priest examines it, and there is no white hair in the spot, 
and it is not beneath the skin, but has faded, the priest shall isolate him for seven days. On the seventh day the priest is to re-examine him, and if it has spread further on the skin, the priest must pronounce him unclean. It is a diseased infection. But if the spot is unchanged and has not spread on the skin, but has faded, it is a swelling from the burn, and the priest is to pronounce him clean, for it is only the scar from the burn. If a man or woman has an infection on the head or chin, the priest shall examine the infection. And if it appears to be deeper than the skin, and the hair in it is yellow and thin, the priest must pronounce him unclean. It is a scaly outbreak, an infectious disease of the head or chin. But if the priest examines the scaly infection, and it does not appear to be deeper than the skin, and there is no black hair in it, the priest shall isolate the infected person for seven days. On the seventh day the priest is to re-examine the infection, and if the scaly outbreak has not spread, and there is no yellow hair in it, and it does not appear to be deeper than the skin, then the person must shave himself except for the scaly area. Then the priest shall isolate him for another seven days. On the seventh day the priest shall examine the scaly outbreak, and if it is not spread on the skin, and does not appear to be deeper than the skin, the priest is to pronounce him clean. He must wash his clothes, and he will be clean. If, however, the scaly outbreak spreads further on the skin after his cleansing, the priest is to examine him. And if the scaly outbreak has spread on the skin, the priest need not look for yellow hair. The person is unclean. If, however, in his sight the scaly outbreak is unchanged, and black hair has grown in it, then it has healed. He is clean, and the priest is to pronounce him clean. When a man or a woman has white spots on the skin, the priest shall examine them, and if the spots are dull white, it is a harmless rash that has broken out on the skin. The person is clean. Now if a man loses his hair and is bald, he is still clean. Or if his hairline recedes and he is bald on his forehead, he is still clean. But if there is a reddish-white sore on the bald head or forehead, it is an infectious disease breaking out on it. The priest is to examine him, and if the swelling of the infection on his bald head or forehead is reddish-white like a skin disease, the man is diseased. He is unclean. The priest must pronounce him unclean because of the infection on his head. A diseased person must wear torn clothes and let his hair hang loose and he must cover his mouth and cry out, Unclean! Unclean! As long as he has the infection, he remains unclean. He must live alone in a place outside the camp. If any fabric is contaminated with mildew, any wool or linen garment, any weave or knit of linen or wool, or any article of leather, and if the mark in the fabric, leather, weave, knit, or leather article is green or red, then it is contaminated with mildew, and must be shown to the priest. And the priest is to examine the mildew and isolate the contaminated fabric for seven days. On the seventh day the priest shall re-examine it, and if the mildew has spread in the fabric, weave, knit, or leather, then regardless of how it is used, it is a harmful mildew. The article is unclean. He is to burn the fabric, weave, or knit whether the contaminated item is wool or linen or leather. Since the mildew is harmful, the article must be burned up. 
But when the priest re-examines it, if the mildew has not spread in the fabric, weave, knit, or leather article, the priest is to order the contaminated article to be washed and isolated for another seven days. After it has been washed, the priest is to re-examine it, and if the mildewed article has not changed in appearance, it is unclean. Even though the mildew has not spread, you must burn it, whether the rot is on the front or back. If the priest examines it and the mildew has faded after it has been washed, he must cut the contaminated section out of the fabric, leather, weave, or knit. But if it reappears in the fabric, weave, or knit, or on any leather article, it is spreading. You must burn the contaminated article. If the mildew disappears from the fabric, weave, or knit, or any leather article after washing, then it is to be washed again, and it will be clean. This is the law concerning a mildew contamination in wool or linen fabric, weave or knit, or any leather article, for pronouncing it clean or unclean. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at org.